Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. All right, Moxie. We're doing a podcast here. Okay, Ruben. I want to apologize to people in advance. Why? Because I'm currently dying. This is this is true, actually. And um, <clears throat> so Moxie will be doing majority of the talking. Yeah. Which will be interesting. It will be. I, I'm excited to see how this goes. It will be definitely be interesting. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be fine. Not only that, but we're also having like ten tons of technical difficulties, and you literally, I just can't hear myself anymore. That's nice. Because um, you, you, you broke my monitor. I didn't. I didn't break anything. Um, it's fine. I promise. You almost it's turned fine. it off. No. I, I now I can hear myself. Look oh, at that! Good. Cool. Good. Now I can hear myself too. Uh, if anybody out there is listening, we will be starting a GoFundMe account for <laughs> our technical equipment. No, just go to biastacos.com. Yeah. And donate like $599. We should check out that website right now because... Biastacos.com. Yeah, I want to tell our listeners about it. Ruben had this awesome idea. Well, we'll do that after the intro. Oh. This is, this is the pre-intro. This is the pre-intro? Where we explain to people that I currently am suffering. <laughs> Ruben's going to die. I am... I My bowels and stuff. What's the verse? Psalm 38.7. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I should talk about that on the podcast. Huh? But, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, so we're going to play the intro music and then um, I'll introduce the show and then Mox is taking over the whole show. I love how you're explaining this to me at the same time as you're explaining it to everyone. Well, I am nothing if not efficient. Sure. We'll go with that. All right. Intro music cued now. Boom. Are you ready for this? Welcome to your show. This is You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life and tacos and other things. Mmm, que rico. Tacos. She doesn't even go here. Okay. Awkward. You're listening to You're My Best Friend. Are you ready? With two of my best friends, Maxia. So I thought you were just like the coolest person in the world, and then I met you in real life. I'm <laughs> I will never know because I don't know what keys are. That was a little weird. Is it Miles Kennedy? Just say it. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> so say it or don't say it. Say it. If you're listening to your My Best Friend with Moxian and Ruben Jai. You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life. You sound terrible. I don't know what's going on with my voice. Does this mean, hey, does this mean that I get to do the intro? No, I'm still doing the intro. It does. No. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about <laughs> life, friendship, tacos, and now Dayquil. Uh, I'm, my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie N, and I'm not sick, so I get to talk more today. Oh, man, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be awesome, is um, what it is. I'm not sick. I, I don't feel sick. Just my voice, for whatever reason, <clears throat> and I have like a bunch of phlegm in my, my, my chest. Probably because you're sick. No, I'm, I'm literally, I'm fine. 
Uh-huh. Everything is fine. Uh-huh. I am yeah, perfectly okay. That's what they all say. And then they put end up, that on my tombstone. And then they end up with, with like pneumonia. Um, which, exactly. Which is probably what I have now at this point. Probably. Um, but in Southern California. In Southern California in the middle of July. Yeah. Like, Perfect or, time to have pneumonia. Yeah. Well, let me just say this. <clears throat> I woke up on the Fourth of July with just this incredible pain in my chest and a cough, and I could barely talk. <clears throat> and I drank a bunch of water, and I felt felt good. Okay. Then I got home. It was freaking hot. Uh huh. And I'm like cold, but also hot at the same time. So I like. You're hot, then you're cold. You're yes, then you're no. You're in, then you're out. You're up, then you're down. That's about menopause. In the jar. Okay. Um, this is the last time for this season that I put something in the in the jar, though. Except we have an episode coming up in a couple weeks where it's nothing but me telling you to put stuff in a jar. Basically, yes. <laughs> For all of our listeners out there, while well, Ruben uh, absolutely loses it. Yeah, I just lost a lung. Uh, <laughs> literally coughed it up. It's in. It's on the ground yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, it's on the floor. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully they can put it back in me later. It's okay. Uh, the floor is nice. Um but for all of our listeners out there, today's episode is the last episode of our 15-episode season. Um, today, we will be interviewing a very funny friend of ours. She's a comedian, a musician. Friend She's of ours? an actor, actress. I met her one time. She's my best friend, okay? Oh, my God. Come Moxie. on. You know me. You should have expected this. I know, but I just I thought for once you would be a normal person. Why would you ever think that? I don't know. I, I don't... R- Ruben's a little <clears throat> bit delusional. It's the cold. It's the influenza that he's experiencing. Um, yeah, he he currently has mono, and uh, gee, thanks. Anytime. That would that would insinuate. Don't don't you have to kiss somebody to get mono? You actually don't. My best friend got mono uh, during sophomore year of college, and she did not kiss anyone because her boyfriend lived a thousand miles away. So it can happen to anyone. It's use protection, kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this, today's, today's, today's an emotional day. It is. Um, I'm sad that, that we're ending the show. I'm sad that Ruben is dying. Um, <laughs> I'm sad that Alexander Hamilton died. Aren't you? Yeah. Um, that's an inside story. We'll talk about that in segment one. Okay. Um, or two or three. Is this segment one? I think so. What are we doing? The intro. This is a podcast, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're trying to be organized, yet the organization's making our... Our lives are a little bit more difficult. Wait, than are that. we not live? I thought we were live. No, we're totally live. Oh, cool. Yeah, the red light's on. Great. Moxan. Damn it. In the jar. <laughs> uh. Anyway, today's episode is a special one. Um, it also is the last time that I'm going to be seeing Ruben before I go to China and Hong Kong. He would have you believe that I'm in Guadalajara, but you know, it's fine. Um, well, Moxie, I'm, I'm definitely I'm going to miss you when you go to South Korea. I think that China. Uh, I think South Korea is going to be a great place for you to go. China, and um, you know your time in Vietnam is going to be instrumental to your future as a singer. China, and um, I just I can't wait to see what you what you bring me back from Israel. Uh, China, but <laughs> are you are you? Are you frustrated? I'm a little frustrated, but listen, I, 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 I have I, to, I have to, I have to give this one to you because you are currently dealing with arthritis. So, I, <laughs> I, I just, I want to apologize. I really want to apologize. 
if this show is terrible, it's a hundred percent my fault. Yeah, I don't have the energy to um, to produce the show the way that I would want to. Um, it's it's Ruben's fault because he's dealing with hemophilia. So, are you? Did you just Google like? I didn't. No, I have a feeling that you just Googled symptom no, or like no, like, I didn't. like sicknesses. And are just coming up with a different one every single time because you know you refuse to, to acknowledge the fact that you you are traveling to Japan in a couple of days and now all of um, a sudden it's China I'm going to China all of a sudden I have all these different ailments like what's next am I going to be dying of like you know hay fever or something hay fever I don't think you die from hay fever I think you do epilepsy though which you are currently suffering from you definitely die I think you have me confused with Carly. Because I don't have epilepsy. Well, at least you don't have epilepsy. <laughs> I said epilepsy. <laughs> epilepsy. Um, we're gonna. We're. <clears throat> I'm so. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm totally fine. I feel great. I really do. I really feel great. Um, outside of the chest pains and the body aches. Yeah. And the you know the the meat sweats. <laughs> the meat sweats. Yeah, it's a whole. That's a thing. Um, so episode 15, this is, we've been trying to say this for like 20 minutes now. Yeah. So our last episode ever, um, Moxie, it's been fun doing a podcast with you. It has. I have to ask, um, what was I going to ask? Oh my God, the day quilt's hitting me hard. It's because you're struggling Um, with dwarfism, so (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's the last thing I'm I'm suffering from. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm the, I'm the opposite of of dwarfism. (laughs) I'm super gigantorism. Super gigantorism. It's, it's the thing that I made up. I don't. Um, I don't think that's I want to ask list. you. I want to ask you something. Um, in these fifteen episodes that we've done, what's been your favorite moment of the show? Do you really even need to ask? Okay, obviously you do. Uh, I think it was when I decided that I was going to fight back, and oh god, and this was on episode thirteen. Uh, so go back and check it out. But I decided that I wanted to I wanted to do the intro, which I still want to do. But Gondola Greg came up and handed me a fly swatter and I started threatening Ruben with it. Why is Gondola Greg always in our studio? You know, he's like he's kind of like roaches. <laughs> like you can't get rid of them. Although with roaches, you would want to. With Gondola Greg, you're kind of like happy to have him there because he's fun and he's got jokes and he brings cheese. Well, so. I was, was going to say, the, the, the awesome thing was, is about just about 10 minutes before he handed you the fly swatter, he handed me a plate of cheese. Yeah. Which So I was like, yay, Gondola Greg's here. And then, yeah. then it turned violent. Well, I mean, he's, he's definitely a, a proponent of violence. So that's why I like having him in my life. Because he's very supportive of me in all of my rage-filled violent tendencies i'm i'm really concerned about you going to um to guadalajara because well, it, it, I, it's it is a very um it's a place where you can learn some things i'm just worried for you because you are currently dealing with endometriosis and oh i am not going to be here to give you zinc so i am not a woman I cannot. I cannot physically suffer from endometriosis. <laughs> Can you even say it? No, I can't. <laughs> um, all right, Moxie. Well, we are going to go. We're going to take another break here. Okay. When we come back, you went on a date. I did go on a date. And we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Well, you're going to talk about it. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to chime in every couple minutes to try to make this interesting. Yeah, and then uh, once we're done, we'll make sure to take you to the hospital so you can get your hepatitis shot. Case. 
and help. So, Moxie, I'm dying right now. Yeah. But do you want to tell people what episode number we're on? We are on episode number numero quince. Good job. I'm not even going to... I i don't have the energy at this point to fight you. Awesome. Um, oh, I could get away with a lot we, right now. <laughs> we uh, we recorded this before, but we're going to do this again because I can't stop coughing. And we're just jump right into it. Yeah. You went on a date. I did go on a date. Let's talk about your date with Hamilton. Hamilton. Yes. That's what we're going to call all your boyfriends from now His on. name was Alexander Hamilton. In the jar! We should have, like, different uh, figures that we what, that we name my dates after. Well, okay. So this last guy was Hamilton. The guy before that was... Uh, Evan Hansen. What? Evan Hansen. Evan Hansen? No, because he ghosted me, so it should be, like, somebody who died. Voldemort. Sure. I, I, I'm not quite sure, but okay. Yeah, to be honest. Uh... Yeah. Anyway, um, I went on a date. It was awesome. How how do you decide if a date is awesome? Uh, usually, if they call you back the next day. Okay. Well, well, he texted me. Does that count? Close enough. Cool. He was really nice. He was very sweet. Uh, very genuine. Did he do the firework move? He didn't. No, and we actually didn't even go to see the movie. We, what? No, we didn't. I know. I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. Um, no, we didn't go to see the movie. He drove all the way down from Seal Beach to Newport to get coffee with me. All the way down. It's like 30-minute drive. Although, okay, still. That's a long way to drive for somebody you've never met. Not really. It, it, you're, you're biased. For me, that's a long way to drive. And I've also had boyfriends who were not really... Um, I don't know. Anyway. a boyfriend who refused to drive to Newport Beach. I've had a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Um, which I don't understand because Newport is a lovely place. Granted, to be. some of them lived out of the country, so yeah, that that's true. You know me with my uh, Russian Albanian boyfriends. boyfriends. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, we had an awesome time. He was very genuine. Uh, he we talked about everything. We talked about God. We talked about politics. We talked about our exes. We talked about what we like to do. He's an EMT. You he talked wants- about your exes on a first date. Yeah, don't you? No. How many exes do you have? A lot, and they live in Texas. Yeah, I, I have like two. <clears throat> and it's kind of important that I talk about at least the last one that happened. Wow. So true. I feel otherwise, you know, I it's like awkward. It's like, how do you, what do you, you don't, you shouldn't hide the fact that you were engaged. No, but, but I mean, you also, it's probably not a good thing to spend that much time talking about your exes on the first couple of days. No, 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 I didn't talk about it. He asked if I had a home church, and I was like... Well, uh, no, I did, and I still consider it my home church, but I'm not currently going there. Um, and so, and he was like, "Why is that?" And I was like, "Ha ha 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 ha." Well, and I li- like I I had to take a second to laugh, and then I was like, "This is weird." Okay, are you ready? This is weird. And he was like, "I'm here. I'm good." And I was like, "Okay, I was engaged," and he still goes there. And he was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Like he was very chill about it. It's kind of awkward when you tell somebody that, you know? It's not that weird, though. It's not? No. I think it's weird. I'm 21. It's, it's not that weird. Yeah, I guess. I, in the real world. I think it would be... I think it would be... Sorry. I think it would be <laughs> a lot 
weirder if you were like, yeah, so I was, you know, I was divorced four times and, you know, ended my last relationship with demanding to be engaged. And that would be weird, you know, if you were, you know, at any age, it's, it's I think that's weirder to be like, oh, yeah, I've been divorced, you know, multiple times. It's yeah, that's true. It's just odd to be like unengaged so young, I guess. It's odd to be engaged young. Yeah, I think it's weird to be engaged young. But it, it's even weirder for it to to have gotten engaged and then not be engaged at twenty one. I don't think unengaged is the the correct word. Disengaged. Yes, I'm definitely disengaged. Yeah, from dis- life. Disengaged. <laughs> anyway, he was awesome, and I discovered we were talking about comedians. I asked him if he liked John Mulaney, and he did. And then he asked if I liked uh, Gabriel Iglesias, and I I did. And then we talked about comedy, and we talked about podcasts, and we found out that we have something in common. Do you want to know what it is? He listens to a podcast called "You're My Best Friend." He no, he he's going to now though. Um, but he listens to this audio drama that I listened to when I was growing up called Adventures in Odyssey. Oh my God. It was awesome. This happened within the first half hour of the date. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. Like, I, I don't usually meet people who even know what that is. And for any of our listeners out there who have no friggin' clue what I'm talking about. I think about, we just lost all our listeners. Yeah, I think we did because they all discovered that I actually am homeschooled. Um, no, we discovered that. We we accepted the fact that you're homeschooled, but we don't accept the fact is that that you bond over Adventures of Odyssey. In Odyssey, it's Adventures in Odyssey. Okay, well, whatever. It's the same thing. AIO Adventures of sure. Odyssey is fine. Yeah, but uh, no, but it's so back. You know, before there were, and this is what I said to him last night because I started to like lead up to explaining what this thing was, and then he knew what I was talking about. But I said, you know, like before there was TV, there were these radio dramas audio dramas and it would be a it would tell a story and people would tune in uh to listen to um like wow, you can't multitask at all i no, i i really can't my my grandpa will always tell me about how they would all you know sit around the radio and listen to like uh billy the not billy the kid um i'm trying to find an example of this and I, I can't. Well, there's, there, there's, there's one. One of the more famous ones was uh, like a alien invasion one, and there's, you know, there's tons of them. I mean, this is like the original medium. It was they, they used to call radio theater of the ears or theater of the mind or something like that. Yeah. You know, where it was literally you, you're creating this this illusion, this this play with just words. You know, and it was great. I mean, if you go and you listen to, um, was it Blackout with Remy Malik? That's like the original what radio was. Yeah, and my grandpa will always tell me about that. But because so because um, you know, like Ed Sullivan's show, even um, the- Ed Sullivan. <laughs> you know where that's from? I don't. Oh, bye bye, Birdie. Oh, I, I gotta get into that. Yeah. Anyway, Adventures in Odyssey is basically it's a modern take on an old time radio drama. It's really well done. Uh, it's a Christian thing, so I listened to it a lot when I was growing up. Before, be, you know, before 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 uh, before I was allowed to watch television, and um, and I love it, and I I loved it, and I still love it. Uh, Carly and I listened to it when we were in Colorado a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we there was one night I was like, we need to clean your room and get you out of here. I'm turning on Adventures in Odyssey and we're gonna clean for a half hour straight, and and that's what we did at you know 21 and 22 years old, respectfully, respectfully, 
Yeah. Wow. Anyway. So, okay, so how did the date end? The date ended really well. It was really sweet. He, like, walked me out to my car, and we walked out of the coffee shop. Then he shop. kidnapped you. He did not get... Well, I'm right here. Oh, I rescued you. Sure. You're you're my knight in shining armor. In, in phlegm-covered armor. <laughs> Speaking of which, we should probably talk about that. What? In our next segment. Never mind, I'll tell Knights you later. Armor? No. It, no. Being kidnapped? It was really sweet. He okay. we like he's an EMT, so he had just gotten off of a ten hour shift, which I understand, and he was kind of starting to get tired, and I was like, I, I can tell you're losing it a little bit. So he walked me out to my car and he offered me his arm. So I took his arm as he we walked to my car and it was very sweet. And he Adventures in Arms. That sounds a little psychopathic. Um but I said we should do this again when I get back from China and he said yeah and then he texted me today and he said I had a great time thanks for letting me take you out last night and see was- I would have asked I said hey are you back from China yet <laughs> you accept the fact that I am indeed going to China yeah, I accept the fact that you're going to Vietnam and you're spending two weeks singing for the Europeans that's not how any of that In works. Vietnam. It's <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, yeah. So <laughs> my date went well for any of you who are uh, listening intently All right, let, let, to figure here, out details of my love life. Here's, here's the real question. Okay. How did you greet him farewell? How did I greet him farewell? Yes. I, I said goodbye. Did you handshake? No, I hugged him. You hugged him. Yeah. Front hug, side hug. It was more of a side hug, but the Ooh. First, it, okay, Ooh. but okay, but Ooh. but oh, you're not into him. It was it wasn't on purpose. You're it not just, into like, him. Like I was standing next to him. You're not into him. I, hey, let me tell you this: there are times where I'm side by side with somebody, and if they hug me. They, they, we turn our bodies and we embrace full on breast to breast, <laughs> which is, I think, the the correct terminology. That I don't think that's any kind of correct terminology, that, to be honest. That was weird. Hey, that was not P C or G or P Sherman forty two Wallaby Way, Sydney. All right, well... And with that... We're going to jump into our interview with Maggie Mayfield. Yes. Uh, I apologize in advance for the numerous times that my voice cracked (laughs) uh, in the middle of asking a question or in the beginning of asking a question or just me sounding like crap. (laughs) This has been the most difficult podcast I think I've ever had to host. It's awesome. I'm laughing a lot. I know. You are. I love this. Um, All right, we'll be back. Moxie, we're super excited for this. This is this is our last episode ever. Ever? Ever. ever. What? Well, no. stay, stay tuned to the rest of the show. We'll, we'll discuss more. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, it's our last episode of season one uh, and possibly forever. Who knows? Um, and we have somebody on the show who's really funny. She's awesome. I had the uh, <laughs> privilege of meeting her the other night after seeing a 
short set that she did, and she was so great. She's so musically talented, so comedically talented. Uh, she's awesome. Do you, want, do you want to introduce her since I'm dying over here? <laughs> <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Miss Maggie Mayfield. Wow. Maggie, thank you so much. Thank you. Don't die, Ruben. That's terrible. Oh, man. Maggie, what are you going to do without me on Tuesdays? (laughs) I don't know. Probably a lot Uh, more. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) I I highly doubt it. This man does everything for me. He gets the computers ready because I'm an idiot savant when it comes to that. And then he's like, this is how you photocopy. I'm like, oh. Welcome to 2019, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to like 1995, more like oh, it. Oh, yeah. I need to fax something. Can you help me? Like- <laughs> I don't even know how, I don't even know what a fax machine is, to be honest. Well, Maggie, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you. We've uh, we've been talking about doing this for, for quite a while now, and I'm glad that, that, you know, if this is the last episode ever, I'm glad that it's with you. Well, you know what? I hope that I help get the network to pick you up again. <laughs> well, the funny, thing, the funny thing is, I own the network that that <laughs> will pick hey, us don't up. Don't tell now. them that. Okay, I'll edit that part out. Yeah, network, pick us up, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, or another network, pay us more money than what I pay us already. <laughs> I'll gladly jump ship to somebody who will pay us more. Right. Um, but you, uh, I don't even know where to begin with Maggie because Maggie is, uh, she's a comedian. She's an actress. She's a writer. She's Can we just begin with like how you and I met? <laughs> I was going to ask about that. Ruben was starting to tell me, and then I was like, "No, this would be better for the podcast." I think this is actually excuse me. This is actually a pretty epic story. Yeah. When you are a radio personality, there's a website called allaccess.com, and it's that's not where a, you go it, to. It's not a dating website, just FYI. No, just... no, no. It's for like radio professionals, and there's everything in there from like music charts and what's trending in promotions to news. Um, and also why everyone goes there is because that's where the jobs are. Ah. If you want to figure out where, where to work. And I saw a post on All Access for someone in Southern California that was looking for a podcast partner. And I was like, I just moved to Los Angeles. And I was like, I need to meet people. I can do radio. I've done a lot of radio. Let's just see what happens. I probably <laughs> won't even get a reply. And I think like two hours later, I got a response. And he was like, I'm in La Habra. And this is what the podcast is. And I was like, I'm in La Habra. <laughs> and so I literally walked down to a Starbucks where we met for the first time. And he was like, your left name is Mayfield, like the singer from the Kennedys. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. And he was, and Ruben goes, well, I feel like it's fate. Like it's supposed to happen this way. And we literally met online, but lived like half a mile down the street from each other. It was so random and bizarre. So I just found the email that you sent. <clears throat> Okay, so yeah, I I save all my emails. Just FYI. Oh no! So it says SoCal Funny Radio Girl question mark present because I was looking for a female co-host. You know what's funny is I actually got a bunch of shit from people being like, "You're just trying to find somebody to to hook up with." I'm Uh like, "No, not even close." Um, So it goes, "Hi, oh my god." That's that's what it sounded like yeah. over there. <laughs> it says, hi. Um, okay, you've officially piqued my interest. I'm Maggie Mayfield, and I live in La Habra. And I'm like, um, I live in La Habra. And I replied, so that, that came in uh, on, let's see, what's the date here? Does it have a day? Let's see if it, oh. I would say like March or or April thought, of 2016. February 2016. I thought you weren't okay. looking for a date, Ruben. What? 
Never mind. Yeah, uh, I got the joke. I got it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. At, at 2.26 p.m., and I replied to you uh, an hour later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I said, our studio parentheses garage is in La Habra would you like uh, we like your sound can we meet and I've used the royal we to make <laughs> to make me sound a little bit more important than we were because I because you, you know you had an impressive resume at this point and I'm like there's no way this chick's gonna like agree to do a podcast for zero dollars um, and we did a podcast for a little while um, and and it just kind of started from there and, and I remember one of the things I remember about Maggie was I asked her, I said, what do you want to do? Like, what's your long-term goal here? You know, and, and you said, first of all, you're like, I want to do comedy. And I yeah. was kind of like, all right, cool. And they're like, and I also want to get back to working in, in, in radio. And within like two months, you had a radio job again. And then <laughs> like three months later, you were doing comedy all over the place and you dumped me uh, as a podcast uh, partner. Um, Only and- because I moved to LA. It was so far. <clears throat> Everything's so far in the city. It is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I mean, that was the beginning of, of an incredible friendship. And, and, you know, we've stayed in touch ever ever since yeah. then. Yeah. Well, and I think because we found out that you were were currently working for the Academy of Radio Broadcasting and I was a graduate from there and I lost touch with the school traveling all over the Midwest following this crazy radio dream. And um, I have I have to thank you for so much for putting me back in touch with Doreen and and Lindy at the at the Academy, because now on Tuesdays I get to teach vocal coaching, which is so cool and so aligned with like all my new goals and everything else that I'm working on. So I, uh, I have a lot to thank you for. Oh, well, hey, I'm just happy that that uh, we've been able to stay in touch. I mean, because you, you're an incredible talent. Um, oh, thank and you. I mean that 110%. Thank you. Um, well, let's- I have to say, Ruben, like you were the most intimidating audience member, too. <laughs> like, oh. I remember <laughs> you and you and Max, they were just there, and I was like, looking at you and I was like don't make eye contact with Ruben I was like I, was like, I have to impress but don't make eye contact <laughs> why 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 am I intimidating you are definitely intimidating thank you yeah how you how you're I, just you're you're is it a good thing uh uh I think so yeah it's uh, it's not bad it was just like oh yeah basically well, I mean, I got there, we got there like 10 minutes late, so there was nowhere to sit except for the one table in the front. Um, yeah. It the- was, at least you weren't making direct eye contact at the most awkward moments. There were other, the some of the other acts that night, the, the girl was like looking directly at me, talking about very inappropriate things. And she even said at one point, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm looking right at you. And I was like, it's fine, really, it's fine. It's fine, I'm just uncomfortable, I peed my pants, no big deal. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna to move it's, yeah. it's cool yeah no it, it's it's fun um maggie you're you're an incredible stand-up as well and you've you've evolved <clears throat> over the, oh, uh, the the course that i've known you uh from from some really funny stand-up jokes that you used to tell and my favorite one isn't appropriate for the show um <laughs> but it, it is it, it the gun joke no it's the one where uh, a girl's got to eat oh yeah oh. yeah so so uh can you can you do like a like a quick version of that for us? Like just tell us like the premise of the joke so Mox can understand the uh, uh <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I the ba- basically the idea is like 
I love road trips because I'm only good at doing three things and all three of them I can do in the car, which is why I love road trips, which is uh, call people, eat and play with myself. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's this awkward pause and then she goes, what? A girl's got to eat, you know? Girls got to eat. Oh my gosh. I know it's LA, but girls are allowed to eat. Yep. (laughs) And then now you've incorporated music and all that fun stuff, but let's let's talk about what you're working on currently because that's really... um, probably the most um ambitious thing i think you've taken on in a while um you you wrote what like moving to la and leaving everything i've ever known in a stable career to do stand-up comedy that wasn't enough (laughs) i'm I'm saying that's par for the course yeah but that that was that was so 2016 uh mag Um, (laughs) Now, now we're here. Thanks, Rube. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) You, uh, you've written uh, and filmed and are producing your own short film. I am. Yeah, it is. um, You know, I understand now why film school is so expensive. Because if you try and do it on your own, it's still expensive, and you have to learn it by yourself. Nice. Yeah. I wrote this short film called Vegas is Calling with the help of a lot of people, um, but a special thanks to my boyfriend and co-producer and co-director and co-star, Chad Ridgely. He is a very talented filmmaker. And I wrote this story. I I had this, probably I came to him with like the third or fourth version of this script. And he started helping coach me in writing it in ways that would be much cheaper to produce. (laughs) Um, And this story is based on like something that came up in my early twenties with my drinking buddies. Basically this, I don't want to go too far into it, but basically this, this girl goes to Vegas and winds up conning some guy out of a bunch of money. And, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't want to say too much more because it is just a short film, but, um, it turns out to be a very sweet story, and you start questioning all your morals and values <laughs> by the end of it. And uh, and I I just am so in love with this like this myth that was floating around with all of my drinking buddies. And so I wrote it into I wrote these characters in this this whole world, and we go to Vegas, and um, yeah, we we shot it all here in Los Angeles. And and again, Chad was just so brilliant in helping me really punch up the script in places and help really round out a really nice ending to it and when we got on set it was such a chaotic weekend i had no idea what to expect i didn't have enough people and i was so worried about budget issues because i'm obviously paying for all this myself and i had been ubering on the side just to make the extra cash i didn't have to take out loans and do all this stuff because i really wanted it to happen so for probably three months i just ubered as as much as i could and saving 30 and 50 dollars here and um just putting it together and making it work and so I was so concerned with budget issues that when we finally got on set, they were like, only 12 people in your cast and crew can be on, you know, at the same time. And so it was like, well, who can we cut? How many? And I didn't have enough people. It wound up being a lot of cast and, and asking people to do weird things like, can you get the pizza? Can you fill up the coffee? You know, like, I need you to move the camera over here. Like, weird <laughs> little things. So it was, I'm so grateful to everyone that was on set that weekend and our, and our camera guy, Jose, um, just an, an, a brilliant guy and he was going to help me edit it but he got hired to do a feature film in New Mexico so he's gone for the next two months so yeah I'm sitting down and taking a crack at it myself so a lot of firsts for this 
So in, in this experience, what do you think is the most important lesson you've learned about filmmaking? Um, you can't ask for enough help. <laughs> mm. Like I have, I come from this mentality where like, if you don't know, Google it. And then if you still don't know, ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I've always been taught if you want something, you just have to work really hard for it. And that's how I felt I was doing by Ubering and trying to pay for it all. But there's so much more to it than just paying for it, right? Like people have a lot of questions and, and they want to know a lot of technical things and stuff that I didn't know the answer to. And, and Chad was so brilliant in helping step in and really take over for some of those questions. And and then on set, there there is a lot more to do than I anticipated in terms of like, you really need at least three people to operate a camera you know, pulling focus and memory and data transfer and, and all this stuff. And that's not including setting up for lighting and then the people that deal with sound. And, you know, there, there was just so much to it. I didn't know. And it, it was definitely a huge learning lesson. And I just, I pray and I'm so grateful that everyone said they had a great time and they love the story. And I'm just kind of hoping that it, it shows up and translates on film that way. Awesome. Well, Moxie, I think it's time for signature question number one. Yes. And signature question number one. So uh, <laughs> this is a difficult one, but I'm I'm encouraged because your answer to Ruben's question of what was the most important thing that you've learned was really quick. So I'm going to try for this one. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. If you could, if you had a life quote, what would it be? Oh, a life quote. Um there's a couple yeah (laughs) um i would say trust yourself always yeah and sometimes i have to remind myself that even in in radio and in voiceovers just trust yourself and um and i and i said this already but if you don't know google it and if you still don't know then ask yeah (laughs) yeah um because anything in life worth having is worth working hard for and uh I also hate the idea of asking a really stupid question. If you can just Google it. <laughs> you know, um, that's a pet peeve of mine. Um, there are no stupid questions, just stupid that's people. That's not true, Ruben. No, there are definitely stupid mm. questions. Uh, it's, a pet, I, it's a pet peeve of mine, though, because we literally have, like, the largest resource that anyone has ever had at our fingertips. Right. And, there are and you st- want to ask something stupid, like... How long should I cook a potato for? Yeah. Do you really need to take up Facebook for that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, down to. That's not a stupid question. It's just a stupid time. Like, you asked it in a stupid forum. Yeah. It's a stupid way to ask that. It, it bothers me when people are like, there's a, we're going to a place. We know exactly where we're going. And they're like, hey, send me the address. Cause I'm just going to Google the address and send it to you. Like, oh, yeah. You could just Google it yourself and not make me do something for you. Well, the- and you don't even have to Google it. You can be like, hey, Siri, where is the challenge, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of times, too, I do that a lot of times, but, but it's more for, like, confirmation that we're going to the same place. You know, like, even though, like, hey, let's meet at Starbucks. There's, like, 40,000 Starbucks in, like, a mile radius of here. Yeah. You know? So. Really, it's, Ruben? 40,000. Okay. He's four, probably not that far four, off, actually. It's actually, it's, it's, 40, it's 45,000 to be accurate, but, uh, and it's about a two mile radius, but still. Um, the point, the point is, that, like, you know, I've had, hey, meet 
me at the Starbucks in La Habra, you know, off of off of Imperial in Idaho. Okay, well, there's two there right across the street. <laughs> so, if, but, if, but you know, and, and I've had people go to the wrong one. I'm like, no, I'm I'm not the one inside of a Target. You know, Karen, I'm not the one that's independent next to the Panera. You know, yeah. well, that Karen. was the whitest thing you've ever said, Karen. I'm not the not at the one inside the Target. I'm at the one next to the Panera. <laughs> <laughs> well, going to Starbucks too, um, but but I, I, you know, anyway, that that's not the point of the the, the story. Um, but I, you know, one of the things that I've always enjoyed about being friends with Maggie is, you know, when she says, "I'm going to do this," she means that she's going to do it. Mm. You know, and it it started literally from that first day that I met her, where she's like. I'm going to go work for iHeartRadio. And I'm like, good luck, girl. Like, <laughs> I've been trying to get a job there for years, but good luck. And then, like, two weeks later, she had a job there. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm going to go do stand-up comedy. I'm like, all right, cool. This is a tough market to break into, but go do it, you know? And two weeks later, she was, you know, doing open mics and doing all this other crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna become a voiceover actress. All right, cool. That's a tough market to break into. And she's, you know living off of doing her voiceovers now you know so it's an incredible thing um did you want to explain to people like why you decided to get into stand-up comedy um (laughs) that was a weird way to ask a question wasn't it um it's kind of a long answer so bear with me i have I moved around a lot as a kid and I found that when you are the funny, nice person, people like you more. (laughs) And so I got into theater and comedy sports and I started doing improv comedy and, and following this crazy dream of radio, you move around a lot. So you, you just go where the work is and it put me in some really small towns. And if you've never been in small town America, they're very clicky and it's hard to make friends there. And when you find the theater and the arts community and the comedy, um, there's a level of like respect and inclusiveness and um, just feels like home there. So I've always done improv. I've done improv comedy since I was in high school. And when I was going through a divorce, um, suddenly radio and improv was not enough talking time and I wasn't about to pay for therapy. So I signed up for my very first open mic. And this also came right after a time when, and God, I love this scene so much, Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. They've got this comedy scene. It's called See You Comedy, run by Jesse Tuttle. And he had approached me in helping him market the See You Comedy Festival. And it was five days, nine shows. And out of those nine shows, there were probably three or four women. There weren't many women that came through. And I remember being really disappointed because in my improv group, it was more than half of us were women and hilarious at that. So I was so disappointed that um, throughout the whole festival, there were no women. So I was like, well, I'm funny. I'm just going to do that and um, sign up for my first open mic there and decided after about a year, um, my lease was up and the job I was in was kind of a dead end. So I was like, I'm going back to L.A. Let's do some stand up in L.A. And here we are. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and that takes, you know, it takes a lot of courage to pursue an avenue that that not a lot of people like you are doing. Um, I've, I've experienced that in music. There's not as many female musicians out there. And so it's kind of like... Max 
Roxy, are you a musician? Why didn't I know that? <laughs> what do you play? I am a singer. Um, oh my god, that's why you're holding a microphone on Facebook. Exactly. And I, oh, I look at you, you little punk rocker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like being a female musician going into that world there's it's the same thing there are so many girls who are so talented but not a lot of them actually like pursue it not not a ton of girls have the guts to go into that industry and really go after the thing that they want despite it kind of being a male-dominated industry so i really applaud you for that for going after for going after your dream that's awesome likewise mama that's amazing thank you yeah thank you (laughs) <laughs> have you found anybody like that comes up to you and, I mean, and pardon my voice that was awful I know <laughs> um, but have you found oh my god <laughs> uh, excuse me Maggie um, have, but have you found people that, that come up to you and say that like you know seeing you do stand up as a woman like does that does that empower other people or or, or what, what type of feedback do you get being you know a female comedian in, in Los Angeles in LA yeah um... or in general I, I don't know in LA is like the right place to like, I don't know, but I'll tell you in Champaign, Illinois, after I started doing it, it seemed that there was kind of a chain reaction and then a lot more girls started signing up and doing it, which I thought was amazing. And That's I don't want to cool. take credit for that, but it definitely seemed like I was looking for it. I didn't find any other females doing it. And then all of a sudden there was a lot of us, which I thought was very cool. Um, the only kind of feedback that I've gotten here, like I just started playing guitar on stage maybe three or four months ago. And since then, a lot of my fellow female comedians have been like, wow, I'm so inspired to try something new like that. So I find that that's reassuring. Like I've been playing guitar just for me in my home without anyone ever hearing it. (laughs) I was like 14 and 15. And (laughs) um, I now I live with Chad now and I'll make up these silly songs about him you know, it's like, we're just hanging out at the house and it just dawned on me, like, why am I not doing that on stage? And so it's cool to hear other people be like, oh yeah, this is, this is art and we can do whatever we want with it. And I've always said, like, as long as you tickle yourself, then who cares what anyone else thinks? Yeah. And in LA, you really can't care whatever everyone else is doing or what they think, because it'll eat you alive. Everyone's always doing something bigger, better and faster and more amazing and they always have more money and they look better than you you know so if you start putting yourself in that world like you're never gonna do anything so just like entertain yourself and you'll find your niche and go from there nice Moxie, I think, oh my god yeah are you gonna say um, it's time for our second yes it's signature it's, question uh, moxie it's time for our <laughs> for signature question number two i'm gonna have to start talking off mic and then start talking on mic before i start asking questions. <laughs> this show's going to hell in a, in a handbasket thanks to no me. no it's not okay what you need to do is hum before you so do yes. like a do like a hum siren and that'll clear out your hum no, not like you're going to it's time or Moxie, it's time for question number two. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> uh, Maggie, you, how long have you been living in California now? 
That's not signature question number two. No, that's not. Um, about three and a half years. Okay. Um, so signature question number two today, it, they're not in a specific order. Um, signature <laughs> question number two is something that this podcast was actually founded. Oh, no. Uh, not not this one. Oh, okay. it, we It was founded while we were eating these and maggie i i wanted to ask you just made a really weird face yeah i know i don't know how to talk deal with it um maggie she's a singer damn it leave her alone yeah it's so much easier to sing than it is to talk all right let's sing it out sing this next question (laughs) maggie what is your favorite taco dollar in the jar Um, this is not going to be a popular answer. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Okay. Um, but I look forward to this taco every year around my birthday. <laughs> um, but I love, love, love the chicken soft taco from Del Taco. It's like... Okay. <laughs> it's like, one. I can't help. I know. It's not, it's not a real taco, Maggie, but I don't care. No, it's... it's so I, I'm actually right there with you. I grew up, like, the only tacos I had growing up were, like, from Taco Bell, and uh, chicken soft taco supreme was my go-to, and I still I will still eat that. It's very good. Yeah, not a real taco, but hey, it works. Um. <laughs> there are a lot of things that are not real tacos that are called tacos. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love a good food truck taco, just something real simple, little 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 chicken. Yeah, little lime, cilantro, yeah. onions. You're good to go. Like I I appreciate that good real authentic taco mm-hmm. but for whatever reason if i had to pick that the only kind of taco i could have for the rest of my life it'd be a dill taco chicken soft taco for sure i like that why is that why is that your go-to thing around your birthday um i don't know because i feel like ugh, we should never say this but like it's not good for you <laughs> like if i'm gonna eat tacos that are good for me like i'll have the food truck taco that just seems more i don't know People always yeah. say that tacos are unhealthy, and I honestly can't figure out what's unhealthy about the tacos. Tortilla. The tortilla? Yeah. But that's not even, like, people think that sandwiches are more healthy, and sandwiches have more bread in them than tortillas. Whoever whoever thinks that sandwiches are more healthy than tacos, they're a stupid person. I think... Well, it's not that. It's just, like, it's the man- like mayonnaise. It's the, it's the dressing that they put on it. But, like, I'm not ashamed of a good taco. You put it on a corn tortilla with, like, a bunch of tomatoes and onions. Like, I'm not going to feel guilty about that. Oh, so good. Yeah. Moxie, we need to get tacos. Yeah. Let's go get tacos. But a chicken soft taco from Joe Taco is not exact. I think they're, like, 250 calories per taco. (laughs) Right, right. Um, And I'm like, it's at least three of them for me. Yeah. (laughs) No, that that sounds perfect. Hey, um, let's talk about your podcast here for a second, because you. Okay. So again, so comedian, radio personality, voiceover actress, writer, actress, director, producer, podcaster. <laughs> um, I almost ran out of fingers there to count things on. That's uh, so Maggie. much. No, uh, it's not. Oh, podcast producer as well, because she produces the show as well. Of course. Um, it's called the Y Tune <laughs> Shuffle. Tell me a little bit about the Y Tune Shuffle. Why Tune Shuffle is a show about the music of your life. So our guests come in with five songs that have inspired them some way or remind them or take them to important people, places, and times in their life. So it's really just a cool way to get to know someone. And our vision is to get so big that people like George Clooney or Adam Sandler or even Barack Obama would want to come on and just share music because that seems to be a universal language. And we all have those songs 
where like, oh, this brings me back to my first kiss or my first love or our first road trip or, you know, this really hard time in my life where I was down and out or when we were broke but happy or whatever. Um, and music just seems to kind of connect us all. And I love music so much and I do a whole bunch of research on all the songs that our guests bring in so we get kind of the backstory on the song as well and see if that kind of relates to how our guest makes meaning out of that song that is very cool it's really fun it's a lot of fun how and it's a it's a fast it's a fast show so like usually it takes about 90 minutes to record and I edit it all down to about an hour so you get just meat and potatoes for like an hour it's really it's really fun. That's awesome. So Thank you. You give a podcast and a meal with with the White Tune Shuffle. <laughs> oh man, you do. That's how did you? Uh, can I ask how you came up with the idea for that podcast? Yeah, actually, it was my co-host David Earl Waterman. I call him Hollywood's secret weapon because he seems to have been just hanging out with every B-lister in Hollywood since he was born, and so he'll name drop people in the show. Um, like today he mentioned that he lived with Sarah Silverman and I was wow. like, Oh, wow. right. Right. Oh, that's news. Cool. Uh, as roommates, right. Great. And, and they so were roommates. He, he actually came up with this show and approached me with it. We met on stage at an audition for an improv troupe here in LA. So when I first moved here, I was like, yeah, let's find the funny. Where are the funny people? Let's do some improv. And we both got accepted, but we met on stage in the middle of an audition and just became friends through this improv group. And he had no idea my background in radio. He had no idea that I worked at iHeart and just approached me with this. And we did like a test run at a bar. And I was like, I love this show. If you trust me, I would love to make this something bigger and better. And he was like, yeah, sounds great. I was like, oh, by the way, I work at iHeart and we can record there too. (laughs) What? What? Oh, oh. Nice. Yeah. So that's how that came to be. And we've been doing this show for, it'll be almost three years at the end of the summer. That's amazing. And they have a really yeah. cool little mascot thing too. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's really cool. What's I really I really like their artwork. Thank you. I got to see this mascot. Hold on. I'm looking this up. All right. We're going to pause for edit here. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, Jesse Tuttle, who runs CU Comedy, his brother, Justin Tuttle, did that for us. Oh, wow. He has a big hand in the comedy scene as well, but he's also a graphic designer. Oh, this is so cool. Wow, you're on, like, episode, uh, like, 70-something. Well, it's further than that now. We got some coaching about podcasting, so um, we changed the way that we, like, was titling them. So we're at, like, 80, I don't know, 83, I think. That's awesome. Thank you, Yeah. It's been fun, and it feels like every guest that comes in, I learn just something a little bit new and different, and I'm exposed to so much more music, which is a lot of fun. That is so cool. Have you have you found like stuff that you're like, oh my god, like I didn't know this existed, but this is incredible. Um. Yes. Absolutely. Do you have any? Man, <clears throat> I would have to like look up the names of the songs, but there have definitely been a few where I'm like what the hell like um brian scolaro who's an actor you've seen him on a ton of stuff he came in with this like tiki room song the oh i think it's called the obi-wan the obi-wan man or obi-man <laughs> and i've i've never heard anything like it let me see if i can find it the, the obi-wan kenobi the obi-man um, obi-man interesting it, it really was like 
it was pretty wild. Ruben, do you think that if you went on Maggie's show that something from Hamilton would be on mine? On your list? No. Yeah. Yeah, what are some of the songs that you guys would put on there? <clears throat> well, how about <clears throat> <laughs> How about you? Uh, you invite us on, and we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll do it live. Well, it's a d- it's already done. It's happening already. Do we? So then, do we each get five songs, or do do we each we have each to pick two like and two and a half? <laughs> two and a half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So it's called the Obia Man Exuba. It's a it's a really weird song. Wow. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you right now. Yeah, we'll check that out. Wow, that was attractive. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, you know, what's funny is um, the only music that like resonates with me. Actually, no, 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 I take that back. So I know that you know if we're each gonna get two, you know, if we we were doing this like that, um, the one of them would be a Miles Kennedy song, obviously. That was me. Um, and the other one would actually be a Stevie Wonder song. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Which song? Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So <clears throat> I didn't peg you for a Stevie Wonder guy. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, I don't dislike him. I, I enjoy his music, you know. But it's not like. But it takes you somewhere important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the the one song um, by Stevie Wonder is, is uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And actually, what's funny is Lin Manuel Miranda talked about it on the podcast he did with Conan that oh, we really? listened to the other day. Yeah. Because that, it made him cry, but for a completely Aww. different reason. Uh, that song I just called to say I love you. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So that song apparently uh, was my brother one of my brother's favorite songs, mm. and so mm. when he passed away, mm. that was a song that they played at his funeral. Oh, that's so, sweet. So that just brings me like literally every time I hear it, I just ball and you know burst into mm. tears. Yeah. Oh, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they're 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 sad but happy tears because they're sad because obviously I miss my brother, but they're happy because I get to think about him and it reminds me of of him and it brings back some of the memories I have of him so it's it's nice when memories can like it's a sad it's associated with something sad but you can still appreciate what happened in that time without you know you can think about it and not completely lose it yeah 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 you get there eventually Uh, what would be the two for you Mox uh my one of my favorite songs will always Sorry. Did you just turn me off? <laughs> wow, I didn't know you cared that little. Uh- <laughs> Best friend podcast, my ass. <laughs> I, I want to turn my, my, my mine off so I can cough. I <laughs> and cough directly into the microphone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I one of, My favorite song, uh, I have a lot of favorite songs, but... One of them is always going to be uh, Famous Last Words by My Chemical Romance, which nice. is totally... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally emo of me, but the chorus um, the chorus is, I am not afraid to keep on living. I am not afraid to walk this world alone. And then there's a little bit more after that, but... Dollar I'm- in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Every, uh, Maggie, every every time I sing on the podcast, Ruben Ruben has a a, a jar that I have to put. It's Venmo, actually. Yeah, it's but, not a jar anymore. Yeah, uh, uh, actually, it's buyustacos.com. dot yeah, com. Now it is, yeah. Um, but it, but yeah, um, he's in, he, he's in rough shape from uh, <laughs> I'm dying, <laughs> contracting hay fever. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> 
Um, the other song would probably be something from Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, God. Which is a Broadway musical that I have just fallen in love with. It's um, there's, a, there's a lot of music that I'm into now that's like uh, more classical, I guess. Broadway isn't classical, but it's not. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, probably Words Fail by it having uh, Ben Platt singing on it. I love Ben Platt's voice. Wow. Yeah. And what does it make you think of? Like, what are you, does it? She flipped the seats here. Now she's interviewing yeah, us. Yeah, I know. Wow. Okay. Um, it makes me think of, uh, actually, when I was going through my breakup a couple of months back. Um, Your healing song. Yeah. It. It's almost, it's the form of an art song. It's kind of just sung all the way through. There's not really a verse or a chorus, but um, he's talking about, Ribbon, don't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about uh, We're just going to ignore that any of that Just happened um, He is You know it's after the main Character's life kind of comes crashing Down and, and it all falls apart And he doesn't have anybody to turn to And and It, it starts out With him saying I never meant to make it such a mess I never thought that it would go This far so I just stand here, sorry, searching for something to say. Dollar in the jar. Yeah, I know. But then <laughs> but then the whole thing is just it words fail. There's nothing I can say. And so for me, it was kind of just singing at that time in my life where I was going, I have nothing left to say. I have nothing left to give. I can't, but I can't do this anymore. And I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, breakups are hard. Yeah, they are. They're really hard, but you know, sometimes they're necessary. Well, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I think they're always necessary. If, if you if you have to break up with somebody, it's necessary. Uh, Moxie. Yes. It's time for signature question numero trace. I keep waiting for your voice to like crack. Think, yeah, yeah. Okay. So signature question number three. It is based. It's the reason this podcast was started, mm. um, among other reasons, but it's the main reason. It's our therapy question. Yeah. This Uh is, this is, Ruben pointed out, you pointed out two days ago that we've never had a best friend fight. Mm -hmm. And I think this might be the thing. We're not best friends. This thing, this might be the thing that, that causes that fight one day. Uh, So, signature question number three is Maggie, can you have more than one best friend? Yes. No, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why first of all why did you answer so quickly like usually people think about it for a little bit she's like no yes yes <laughs> well i mean if i i understand logically that you can only have one best i get that yeah but i feel like there are certain people in your life that are your best friend for different reasons right like they're my best girlfriend is much different than my best friend Chad, which is different than my best friend, my sister. Does that make sense? Like they're, I would all consider them my best friends, but for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, we should also clarify that usually we put a disclaimer in that saying, uh, or a condition in saying, excluding your significant other or spouse. Um, so that kind of, you know, well then I would easier. say like, yeah, I have, I have two, my sister and my best girlfriend, they're both my best friends. Yeah. Which one do you I like more? I don't talk to anybody else more than them. Which do you talk to more? 
Um, it's about equal. They're both equally as busy. Well, one come on, Maggie. Raising, and I would argue one is raising two children, and the other is finishing her bachelor master's degree in computer programming so she's we're both very busy (laughs) i would argue that it's also it's not based on who you talk to more because like thank you if you're yeah yeah, if you're living with somebody you're gonna naturally talk to them more than you would with other people well okay in my in my situation that was true but but there are also those friends who might they like live out of state or something and you call them only after important things happen but they're always going to be that person who gets you you know yep yeah i am disappointed in both of you right now yeah yeah you're outnumbered my friend he's always outnumbered on this question and he it still has yet to hit him that i'm right here because everybody is <laughs> wrong no no. That's what I love about Ruben. He's like, you can put all the proof in the world. Like, I'm just going to stick to what I know. It's I'm going to stick to my guns. It's it's, uh, it's admirable. <laughs> that was a, here's all I'm the triggered. empirical evidence that you need. Nope. <laughs> I have a feeling that this is both personal, also political. <laughs> kind of. Uh, next question. Uh, <laughs> Maggie, what do you think about the president of the United States? Oh don't answer gosh. that. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Oh my gosh. Um, I like not, you said that four times. Yeah, no, no, no. I just I don't want to get into this with anybody uh, ever, ever on the show. <laughs> so this show, that's, we have a different show for that. Uh, Maggie, tell people where they can follow you on social media. On all the platforms, Instagram and Twitter are my favorite, but you can find me on on all of them at Maggie Mayfield, M A G G I Mayfield. That was that was interesting. I got a text message at the same time you were doing that. I like um, uh, that that made me think of that completely unrelated, but that made me think of of how Iggy Azalea like says her name when she's rapping. She's like I G G Y and and the double G and and yeah. Okay, I'm done now. No, I actually I want to be like Iggy. I want to have half of her Instagram followers. Same. <laughs> Seriously. M A G G I Mayfield. Uh, I wish I picked it. My mother did that. My name is Margaret. Don't tell anyone. I think I'm in trouble. Uh, <laughs> but she was like, I didn't want you to be called Margot or Peggy or whatever, Marge. So she Marge. picked Maggie. But her best friend's name was Maggie, and it's M-A-G-G-I. So that's where Aww. I got the spelling from. I, I love know. that. I love it. Hey, Maggie, thank you so much for coming on the show. I cannot wait to see your, your short film, Vegas is Calling. Thank uh, you so much. It should be out this fall, correct? Yes. Yes. So hopefully we'll hit the, the the film festival circuit, and then um, I'll let you know how you can find it online and watch it. Sweet, and I can't wait to talk to you more about it when it's out. Um, we'll uh, we'll definitely have you on the show again, and I can't wait till you invite us on your podcast, Maggie. It's coming very soon. She's like, I'm taking the clips that we talked about today. I'm taking that and putting it into a podcast at the end of no! some other episode. <laughs> That's where. Thank you guys for having me. This was super fun. Thank you for being here. It's been awesome getting to know you more. You're an amazing likewise. woman. I'm Maggie oh, Mayfield, likewise. everybody. Thank you. Thanks, Maggie. Okay, bye, you guys. Have a good day. So, Moxie. So, Ruben. This is our last show. It's the final countdown. I actually have more appropriate music. Hold on one second. You do? Oh, my gosh. I actually love this song. And now, 
the end is near And I face the final curtain this is getting back. My, My friends, friends. in the jar. I'll say it clear. So this is our, our final farewell, Moxie. Yes. We are saying goodbye to our people. We are. We are saying goodbye to goodbye our audience. Goodbye to the people. Goodbye. Goodbye, people. We're Wait, saying, keep playing the song. I say, like that song. We're saying goodbye to our audience. We are saying farewell to the people who have made us podcast famous. So long. Farewell, Alvita saying goodbye. All, do, yeah. do, do, ding, 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 ding. All 20 of you who listen to us. We, um, it's been an honor and a mm. privilege yes. to do this show. It has been. And now it's over. And um, granted, we have four more episodes yeah. of You're My Best Friend presents the best of the best friends. Yes. Which, make sure you tune into that. Starting next week. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. To see if I can edit all those shows together <laughs> while I die. Um, but Moxie, I, I want to say thank you for being my podcast host. It's been been a great ride. It has been, and um, and now it's over. What do you, what are you going to miss about the podcast? I'm going to miss weekly staff meetings, some of which I don't attend. You know, you've only attended one in the 15 weeks that we've been doing this show. We had one, like, last night. That you missed. I... You went on a date. Two nights ago. It was two nights ago. Anyway. I, I've i been to more than one. You've been to one. I've been to more than one. I'm going to miss staff meetings. I'm going to miss taco dates and podcast planning. I'm going to miss frantically trying to do things at the last minute every week because even though we have a plan it always somehow gets ignored yeah we i love how we plan these shows out and then we never actually stick to the plan no we don't so moxie i bid you farewell oh okay should i should i just go now no just let's let's just sit here in silence and reminisce of a podcast gone by I'm sure that sitting here in silence is really something that our listeners are going to love. Shh. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Shh. When it's kind of... Fit, fit. <laughs> silence. I didn't Shh. say anything. Shh. It's, Shh. it's kind of Shh. fitting that we're Shh. ending this Shh. season... Where we began, because we recorded this. It. Do you have a problem? Do you have Tourette's? Is that what you're dying of? Silence. What's your plan here exactly? Just. <laughs> Moxie, you're supposed to be quiet. <laughs> quiet. We're going to sit in silence <laughs> for the next 10 minutes. What? But the podcast will be back August 5th. <gasps> really? We're coming back, Moxie! <laughs> All that for that. <laughs> All that for that. We, Ladies and gentlemen, we will be coming back on August 5th. Granted, if I'm alive. And uh, I'm actually going to be getting surgery that day, so... 
Uh, That'll be interesting to have you under the uh, anesthesia. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, be really my name good. is Moxie. What? My name is. Hi. You turned into a beetle. <laughs> you turned into John Lennon there for a second. We will be back August 5th with season numero dos, and I will learn to say more words in Spanish, and it's going to be awesome. Now, here's the fun part, is we're not going to go season two, episode one. No. We're going season two, episode 16. 16 is Desi Cis. I don't know anymore. I'm out of numbers. No, Desi Cis. Join us in uh, August with our newest episode, Moxie Learns to Say Things in Spanish. No one's going to tune into that. Moxie, I'll see you on August 5th. I will see you August 5th. Hey, and enjoy your time in the Netherlands. In, in the Netherlands? In the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Uh, well, Ruben, all I can say is, as long as you don't pass away from the chicken pox before oh I get God. back, it'll be worth it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.